Today we celebrate the passion of St. John Baptist. John the Baptist is a unique saint in our tradition because his not only his uh, death but also his birth is celebrated. Okay, so all you know for any given saint, it's usually you're going to celebrate their death, their martyrdom, something like that. But with John the Baptist, you got two feasts. You got one for his birth and one for his death. It's a little bit like Jesus, in fact. We celebrate his birth and we celebrate his his passion. So St. John the Baptist is, is very much kind of an elevated, very, very important saint in our tradition. He was a forerunner of our Lord. And uh, we see in our readings today a passage from Jeremiah that talks about, it's a very kind of an awesome passage. It's God is calling Jeremiah as a young man to stand against essentially the entire country. <laughs> He's saying, I'm going to make you a wall of brass, a pillar of bronze, and you're going to have to be strong in the face of all of these people, including the most powerful people of the land, who are going to oppose you and every single thing you say. They're going to be, they're going to oppose you and fight you. Are you ready for that? I'm going to give you courage. I'm going to be with you. Be strong. So we see this virtue of courage or fortitude, and we see it displayed in an amazing way here with St. John the Baptist, who in the face of uh, the political powers that that be was able to speak the truth. And it's important, too, to notice that he had, he spoke the truth about uh, the sanctity of marriage. I think today this is going to be the big issue. We're going to have, there's going to be a lot of John the Baptists, uh, you know, in the upcoming years, decades, upcoming century or so. Very well could be the case. There's going to be many John the Baptists, Christians who speak out about the truth and the sanctity and the morality surrounding marriage, and they're not going to be popular. They're going to be um, shamed, and they're going to be persecuted, and very well, they could be killed, um, because uh, what they're saying is, is just not popular, and even the laws of the state are against them. But however that might be, I think what we see here is this fundamental issue of courage that John the Baptist has in the face of death. Death is really the measure of courage. Um, the theologians, the moral theologians, define the virtue of fortitude. It's one of the four cardinal virtues. You've got um, prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance. Fortitude is one of the four main uh, moral virtues. Very, very fu- fundamental, very important, and it's defined by death. Fortitude is defined as uh, courage that one might have in the face of death. In the face of death. So that's why we see uh, the paradigm, the, the paragon of, of courage is the martyr and the soldier. Okay, and uh, the martyr even more so than the soldier, but certainly the soldier as, as well. Um, death is the test for our uh, courage. Also, though, something I can that I see in this text here from the gospel passage that um, I see in relation to death that I think is relevant to all of us, because maybe uh, none of us here will be called to die for our Christian faith, uh, but we will all face death, okay, a natural death, uh, inevitably, it's inescapable. And there's something about death that, there's something very, um, it robs us of our dignity, and that's certainly the fear, and, and very much, in many ways, it really is the reality, too, it robs us of our dignity. We see a very undignified, shameful uh, way that John the Baptist died, it's terrible, uh, a girl, a little girl, you know, pulled all these strings and got him killed. And then to actually have your head, you know, cut off, it's just an incredible insult to the human person. 
and St. John the Baptist, what a holy and righteous man, and yet he died such an ignoble uh, and nasty and shameful uh, death. All alone in the prison, no one was there watching him, cheering him on, saying, John, you're a brave guy, go for it. <laughs> Nothing. Completely isolated. No one was there. Probably everybody who was in his presence would have either approved of his death or would have been silent about it. Total, total, you know, shameful humiliation. And yet, there's a deeper dignity, though, that he preserved because he held fast to the truth. And that's true for all of us. When we hold fast to the truth, uh, we, no matter how ignoble our death is, and when we get towards the end of our death, our body starts to break down, crazy things start to happen to us, and you really start to feel like you might, your, your human dignity is imperiled. But there's a deeper dignity that comes to us from simply professing the truth. And that is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for my sins, and that through through contrition and through faith in him, uh, I will enjoy eternal life. Just a, a firm adherence to that truth, no matter what, is going to be what uh, is going to be the instrument whereby we maintain our, our dignity in the face of no matter what kind of a shameful end we, we each of us might meet. Um, there's a fundamental reality here when you look at Christ himself, even more of an undignified death. Of course, he did have his mother and he had St. John the Baptist, I'm sorry, St. John the Evangelist by his side, and so that was, that was good. But, uh, really apart from that, you know, it was even a worse and most ignoble, uh, even more ignoble death than John the Baptist. He was essentially stripped naked. He was beat, he was spit upon, and then hung upon the cross in the public view. It's horrible. You know, really, really humiliating, shameful, undignified way to go. But because he is the truth, as well as adhering to the truth, there is a more deeper dignity that he uh, was able to maintain. And the, the, the deepest uh, ground for that dignity and the maintenance of that dignity was the fact that God the Father loved him, that he is the beloved son. So for each one of us, we, to the extent that we adhere to Christ and believe in him and, and profess the truth of his person and his teaching, we have the love of the Father. Uh, we are beloved sons. We are beloved daughters in the Son of God. And that's the true ground of our dignity. And that's a dignity that no matter how shameful our death might be, it, it can't be taken from us.